why is it that our earth and our society and our our medical field our our rehab places are places where we go and we get a bunch of rules and we get steps to do and we're told all the right stuff and then why we're sick and what's the wrong things and we are instructed why do we why do we do that why is that what's going on because already that's what you believe inside of yourself you're going to draw to yourself what you believe so we, we we've been taught the reason I'm doing this is because I'm bad or something's wrong with me you know and I need to get good and they're, and we they're treated like a number which is a calculation or they're treated like cattle like we herd them in and we herd them out why? Because cattle means work of your hands. So we're teaching each other, don't you see how bad you're hurting people? You should stop. You need to stop doing what you're doing. You're hurting yourself, you're hurting others. So stop doing that. That is putting the law. Well, why, are we keep, why do we keep getting it? Because we haven't awakened yet to the fact the reason we're drawing it to ourselves is that's what we've trusted in. In Deuteronomy 138, it says that the children that will go into the promised land are only those who did not trust in the knowledge of good and evil. So as long as you're trusting in that knowledge, you're going to bring that to you in some form or fashion. Either your leaders at church, uh, the rehab you're in, a hospital that you're in, your spouse, uh, your family, your friends, your comrades, your co-workers. I had a lady one time that came to see me, and she had a lot of sickness in her body. Um, and she also had some situations going on at work. So she starts telling me what the situation is in her body and hadn't told me about church yet. I immediately take the situation in her body, and I told her what was going on in her work. And she said, how do you know that? I said, because it couldn't manifest in your body. And if it did manifest in your body, then you already believe in it. And if it manifests in your physical body, it has to be manifesting in your world. So we think, how are we going to change the world? It starts on the inside of you. The inside of you is what has to change. Well, you can't change yourself. How do I know? A leopard can't change his spots, neither an Ethiopian his skin. Why you who are evil do you try to be good? Now think about that. That is in Ecclesiastes, if I'm not mistaken. Why you who are evil are you trying to be good? That's another place where God calls us evil. He said, if you who are evil can give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? If, you ask, if your child asks for a, a piece of bread, you going to give him a rock? If your child asks for a fish, are you going to uh, give him a snake? I've had people teach me I needed to be careful because I might get a demon, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, I'm praying for God to give me a fish. You think he's going to send me somewhere where I'm going to get a snake? No. The only way I'm going to get a snake is if I'm trusting in the knowledge of good and evil. Why? Because that's where the snakes are. That's where the snake was in the beginning. That's where the snake still is. Mm -hmm. Trusting in the knowledge of good and evil. What does a snake do? Crawls on his belly with scales. Scales mean what? Measurement. What are you measuring? What's in your belly? What's in your belly? Your emotion. So when you measure your emotion side to side, good, bad, right, wrong, you're going to eat dry dust because your dry dust is in your own brain. Your reasoning, your intellect is your own self. If you are in the place of God, that means you're in. When you're in, you're in. You're drinking, you're in. You're drinking your own piss. That word Euphrates, not Euphrates, um, 
the Nile, the Nile River, is known as the River of Urine. It's the river that runs backwards, and it's in the land of, of dust borders, in the land of Egypt. What are we? We are a land of dust and borders. And we, we interpret our emotion through our past experiences. When we do that, that's the same as crawling on your belly with measurement, with scales. And how does a snake crawl? Side to side, right to left, good, bad, right, wrong, good, evil. Why don't you just reckon yourself evil? Why don't you just reckon yourself as dark? Reckon yourself as the clay part, the receiver part, the created part. And reckon the part in you that's not created, which is the unseen part, why don't you call that God? Why don't we call that the, the uncorruptible glory of God in us? The reason we don't call it that is because we've been taught that our mind, will, and emotions is our carnal nature. Y'all, that's not scripture. My carnal nature is it don't like to be out of control. My carnal nature don't like to suffer. That's carnal nature. Esau is the carnal nature. What is it? Esau. He tried to be God and see with his own eyes. I've got a crazy Esau. Yeah. All of our Esau's, I I like my Esau. all we want is we want to be comforted. Mm -hmm. Esau was willing to give up his identity, mm -hmm. his voice, mm -hmm. give up who he was. Just give me a bowl of soup and I'll give you my identity. That's what that is. And look at when a baby's in the womb. Where is it connected to the mother? By the blood in the nave. It's called the umbilical cord. We are still connected to God by that same place. It's just an invisible umbilical cord. And it's an invisible blood. What did you ask a while ago? Why is blood blue until oxygen hits it? And as you were speaking, I heard it's blue because it's still revelation it's, un, it's, it's concealed, it's hidden, revelation, until air touches it. What does that mean? Till God breathes on it. God breathing is Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey. Yod means power and humility, breathed on. Yod, Hey. God breathing on power and humility. Vav, Hey. Vav means your body. Vav means your flesh. Vav means man. And then Hey. So what did he do? He breathed his breath into the flesh, into the clay. If the two don't become one, then what's happening is we call that incorruptible thing that's in us, that uncorrupt, we call that us. We either call it us, we call it man, or we call it an animal, or a creeping thing, or a four-footed beast. We take that which is inside of us and we label it, oh, I'm angry, or I'm sad, or I'm fearful. That means you called it a man. Or we'll say, oh, that's the spirit of rejection, so we call it a creeping thing. Or that's Leviathan. So we call it a four-footed creature. It's not. It's the uncorruptible glory of God. And we've corrupted it. And he says right after that, I'll give you over that strong delusion because you love not the truth. The truth of God that's already in you that by your, your, your darkened minds, your hearts have been darkened. And they can't see that it's the glory of God in you. Every time we walk a person into the truth, it hurts. What happened when you walked outside and the light was bright? Did it feel good? No. Where are we all sitting right now? Where did we move to? God, I'm still in the we, light, by the we way. We moved to the shadows. 
<laughs> Why? Because full light is too powerful for us. So we need a measure of light. That's why when it said in Isaiah 45 that God formed light, it literally means he squeezed some of it out. He created the evil. He squeezed some of the light out. What does that mean? He created a void. He created an absence. He created the, the place for him to put himself in. Why? Because if he put the whole fullness of himself, we would not be able to contain it. So that's why he multiplied. So then in all of us, in all of creation, in that is the fullness of God's glory. But the knowledge of that is being revealed. So, you know, this weekend, what, what did we come here for? We came here for our, the eyes of our understanding that have been darkened to be opened to that which we have called evil. And we've been deceived, and the devil deceives all. We need our Eve. That's the female part. That is the image of the Holy Ghost. Angel, you calling the Holy Ghost evil? No, I'm calling the Holy Ghost something you can't see. I'm calling the Holy Ghost something you can't comprehend. I'm calling the Holy Ghost something you can't harness. You can't harness the, the power of God. You can't harness the, the wind of God. You don't know where it comes from, where it goes. That's what I mean by Eve. It means unseen. It means the receptor, the place that God receives himself into himself in our body. Holy Ghost, female, receives Father God from wherever that dimension is that we can't see, deposits it in the Holy Ghost inside of us, in the glorious place, through what? Through, through oil, through emotion, oil of gladness, oil of joy, and oil of mourning. So you can't have, oil and love is the same thing. That's what, look at oil when it comes out of the earth. It looks dirty, doesn't it? But let the light hit it a certain way. What do you see? Every color of the rainbow. You'll see the covenant in darkness. You can't see a color without darkness. Because a color in and of itself is an absence. When Eve ate, she saw good. When Adam ate, he saw absence. He saw he was naked. That's an absence of a covering. How was he naked? He was absent of the covering. God was his covering before he ate from the tree. God was already his covering. The mist of God hovered over everything. The aroma of God covered him. Just God's essence covered him. But the minute he stepped outside of himself and reached outside of himself for an outside source to be full... He became empty and he was out of the garden. You and I have done the same thing. We look outside of ourselves looking for the answer. When God said the kingdom of God is in you and then he says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added. But we haven't sought the kingdom. We've sought knowledge. We've sought for somebody to tell us what to do. I wish, wish God would just tell me what to do. If God would tell me what to do, I would do it. God, just tell me what to say and I'll say it. Yeah, tell me, tell me what to do, God. Doesn't that sound noble? There's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is destruction. So my, my hope and my prayer is that if I did nothing but make you hungry to understand this word Eve, so that you could enter into the rest of God, because you, you enter into rest in the evening. It's too ease 
Elohim, El Shaddai. And in the middle of the E's are nestled a Y or a V or a U. That means you surrounded by God. And so you're the hole, if you will. Where do you do to put your seed? You dig a hole. A woman's body is made like the holy of holies. Listen to how it's the same word, homonymically. A man deposits his seed in a dark place, in an absent place, a place. What's, what was just there? What's still there waiting for the seed? Blood. And we think, well, I'm glad I suffered that one time. I don't have to do that again. But guess what? The cycle comes every 28 days. I teach this sometimes to women, and I, I know we mix company, but you know what? I'm good with it. So if you guys are good with it, I'm going to teach you what it means more to be Eve, right? The Eve part of us. Think of it like a garden. The womb is like a garden. And the body creates these pillows of blood. And those pillows of blood that line the uterus are waiting for a seed. It's dark. And in order to get to that place, the veil has to be pierced. It's pierced with a sword. The man's body's made like a sword. The word sword is an S-W-O-R-D. It's the letter S and the word, and the word word. So God's going to send a word. And it's going to be double-edged. It's going to ha- you're going to you're going to look at it through your past and you're going to look at it through your future. You're going to look at it from both sides. And God says, "Don't lean to that." Don't lean unto your own understanding. Just let the seed penetrate your heart and trust that the blood will grab hold of it. And when the blood grabs hold of that seed, the combination of the blood and the word coming together will manifest. And first thing it's going to bring is division. You're going to feel divided from God. And once you have that division, you don't know it yet, but multiplication is taking place. The woman's body begins to feel sick. It begins to throw up. A lot of people get nauseous whenever they go through this first dividing the truth part. Rightly dividing. Now imagine being a young girl. And imagine that no one's ever told you about a cycle. And imagine that one day you just start feeling really bad and weak and you're cramping and you're hurting and your legs hurt, your skin hurts. You don't want to be touched, you don't want to be full, you don't know what's wrong, but something's just not right. And then you just simply go to the bathroom to relieve yourself and you find you're bleeding. And you're too scared to tell anybody because you think you're dying. You absolutely think you're dying. And you think, oh my gosh, I can't tell mom. I can't tell dad. So you begin to pray that this thing would go away. And it does about a week later. You think, oh God, thank you for healing my body. Thank you for delivering me from this sorrow and suffering, this issue of blood. But then 28 days later, you begin to get sick again. You don't feel well. You're tired. And you begin to fear, oh God, maybe I'm really not healed. Maybe that thing's coming back. So guess what it does? So now you're really scared because now you you are fully persuaded you are dying. And now you got to tell somebody. So you go tell your mom. And you go say, Mom, I got some really bad news. 
I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm dying. Mom was like, oh my gosh, babe, what's, what's going on? Are you dying? Yeah, mom, this really bad thing happened. It's happened twice already, and I don't, I don't know how to tell you. But I'm bleeding, and I won't stop. It just goes away and comes back again. She says, well, honey, is this, this, and this happening? Yeah, mom, that's what's happening. Well, baby, you're just becoming mature. You've become a woman now. Now you're ready. Your body's making ready for the seed. So one day you can be a mama. And then you and your mom have this long talk. And you say, Mom, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me this was going to happen? Well, I don't know, baby. You know, it's kind of hard to talk about those things. So we don't, you know, I, I knew one day you'd come to me. Well, Mom, when is this going to stop? Like after I have my baby? Oh, no, baby. It's going to happen for a long time. Well, how long is this going to happen? Until the men in earth pause and no longer bow down to themselves and self-worship their own intellect. It's called menopause. What? Wait a minute. You caught me on that one. Yeah. But I missed it, so repeat, please. Yeah. Mom, when is this going to stop? When, when mankind matures enough that men pause and stop bowing down to their own intellect. Takes us 50 years to yeah. get there. That's why. Bingo. Yeah. 50 means freedom. <laughs> you mean I have to suffer like this again and again and again? I got to go through this suffering? Are you kidding me? God, why did you make me this way? To remind you. It's okay to take 50 years. Yeah. So that life can come forth. Don't you know that all life comes out of death? Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Don't you know that every division is a multiplication? Don't you know that every, every seed dying is only a producing of a harvest? See, there's coming a time right now in the spirit realm where men are going to pause and be still and know nothing and enter into the ark on the inside of them. And the, and the floods are going to come. We even use that term when a woman's on her cycle. We call it flooding. When a woman floods, she has no energy. The iron in her body is, is just depleted. And she has to just lay on her bed and rest. And, and oftentimes we're in a lot of pain. That's a, called a contraction. It's the same thing that happens to prepare the body to give birth. Well, guess what happens to your heart when it becomes contrite? Mm. It's the same word. To be of a broken and a contrite spirit is the same word as labor and travail with a contraction. When a woman is pregnant and we call her glowing, that word pregnancy and contraction also means to be anointed. It means to swell what happens to her body. It swells. With what? The word, with the seed. Now, if there's no blood and there's only scar tissue in the womb, it's called endometriosis. That's a scar tissue. Why? Because there's no end to me meeting myself and I believe I'm atrocious. My life is trauma. So we're full of scar tissue. Oftentimes we get full of cysts. What is a cyst? It's where we've piled up something from our past and our mother didn't deal with it, our grandmother didn't deal with it, and all these people didn't deal with things and so it manifests in our body. Right? Yeah. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, God. So the body doesn't lie. The body don't lie. <laughs> All of God's creation reveals the truth. God's coming for a bride. So teaching you this about the cycle. Guess what determines cycles in the earth? The moon. The moon has no light of her own. She can only reflect the light of the sun. Guess what else determines 